This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, April 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. U.S.-Japan trade talks continuing. FAS chief talks ractopamine in Taiwan. And Bayer appeals first roundup verdict. The next round of the U.S.-Japan trade talks starts this week. Japanese Economy Minister Tashimitsu Motegi is scheduled to accompany Prime Minister Shinzo Abe to Washington this week, where Motegi will meet with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer to continue negotiations for a free trade agreement, a USTR official confirmed for AgriPulse. Motegi said his return this week was a possibility after he met with Lighthizer last week. And on China... The renewed Japan talks aren't the only positive trade news for the U.S. ag sector. President Donald Trump yesterday expressed optimism on negotiations with China. He said, we're doing well on trade. We're doing well with China. Things are going good. Trump's comments came after the White House announced that Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin would travel to Beijing for a new round of talks there starting April 30th. Following that... China will send a delegation to Washington for yet another round on May 8th. The subjects of these next discussions will cover trade issues, including intellectual property, forced technology transfer, non-tariff barriers, agriculture, services, purchases, and enforcement, according to the White House. USDA's Isley addresses ractopamine ban while in Taiwan. Foreign Agriculture Service Administrator Ken Isley is spending much of his time in Taiwan this week promoting U.S. ag products. But he told reporters he has also confronted Taiwanese officials about the country's prohibition on ractopamine, a drug commonly used in U.S. pork producers to promote the production of lean meat. Ractopamine was part of our discussions with the Taiwanese ministries, he said, but he added he didn't get any commitments from the country to lift the ban. Taiwan is a major customer of U.S. agriculture commodities. About 80% of the wheat it buys comes from the U.S., and beef and poultry exports to Taiwan are strong and growing. But European countries still supply most of Taiwan's pork imports. Isler said he was not queried by Taiwanese officials on the prospects of a free trade agreement with the U.S., but the FAS administrator said Taiwan would need to lift its ractopamine ban before that would be possible. Bayer appeals to Johnson Roundup verdict. Bayer has signaled it will not go quietly when its signature agriculture product Roundup is on trial in California. The company, whose Monsanto subsidiary is facing more than 11,000 Roundup lawsuits nationwide, has already lost two cases in trial court, one state, one federal. It's set to begin defense on Monday in another state court case involving a married couple who allege exposure to the weed killer caused their non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. But on Wednesday, it fired the first volley of its appeal of a state court verdict awarding $78.5 million to Dwayne Johnson, a school groundskeeper who alleged exposure to Roundup caused his non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. You can read our story by Steve Davis on AgriPulse.com. Keep in mind, large jury awards often shrink. The jury in the Johnson case initially awarded him $289 million before the state judge knocked that down considerably. That judge, Susanna Balados, was prepared to award Johnson zero in punitive damages before she changed her mind, a development that Bayer wants the appellate court to look at closely. 
Iowa moving forward with hemp legislation. Iowa set to join 43 other states in legalizing hemp production after the state's House and Senate voted to allow production and processing of the plant. The House voted 95-3 to in favor of its bill on Tuesday. Last week, the Senate cleared its version of the bill 49-1. to Governor Kim Reynolds is expected to sign the legislation. That leaves only six states that have not updated their hemp laws since the 2018 Farm Bill legalized industrial hemp, that according to Hemp Business Journal. Idaho, Louisiana, Mississippi, Ohio, South Dakota, and Texas. In other hemp news, USDA's Plant Variety Protection Office announced yesterday it will start accepting applications of seed-propagated hemp for plant variety protection. PVPO examines new applications and grants certificates that protect varieties for 20 years, 25 years for vines and trees, the office said. Certificate owners have rights to exclude others from marketing and selling their varieties, manage the use of their varieties by other breeders, and enjoy legal protection of their work. Republicans, Democrats rally for biodiesel tax extension credit next week. A bipartisan group of House and Senate members will hold a rally on Capitol Hill next week, stressing the need to pass biodiesel tax credit extension legislation. Biofuel companies have relied heavily on the credit to pay for plant improvements and other projects, but have been without it for 16 months. The National Biodiesel Board has been pushing for an extension since the credit expired, but it's had an uphill battle. In February, Republican Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa introduced the Tax Extender and Disaster Relief Act of 2019. In April, newly elected House Democrat Abby Finkenhauer also of Iowa, introduced the Biodiesel Tax Credit Extension Act of 2019 to extend the Biodiesel Tax Credit for 2018 and 2019. Poultry, the new protein king? It's now looking like poultry will unseat pork as the most consumed meat in the world. That thanks to the spread of African swine fever through Russia, Eastern Europe, China, and now Vietnam, according to Christine McCracken, a senior protein analyst at Rabobank. Hog losses in China due to ASF will trigger big shocks in global protein markets, and poultry is the meat protein with the most to win, McCracken told the International Poultry Council at a gathering in New Orleans. China produces 98% of its pork, so a forecast 30% decline in supplies there by year's end will lead to a decline in total world protein supplies for 2019. The decline is expected to lead to higher prices for all meat. Poultry's rise to the top spot won't just be in the short term. Paul Aho, an industry economist and consultant, told the IPC, poultry will surpass pork production this year and will never relinquish the crown by my reckoning. Here's today's He Said It. I don't think it's quite the problem you see, but if it is a problem, House Democrats should not play games on trade because agriculture and our economy depend on those agreements getting through. That's Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa reacting to a question from ag reporters about whether House Democrats are playing politics with the USMCA vote. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, April 25th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.